0: Check We've all got ups and downs because the world's intense. How could you find out what to pair with your life events? A cocktail will never fail to provide a lift. Just raise a glass with your friends and let's drink about it. You are listening to Let's Drink About It, the show where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a cocktail to go with it. Uh, I am your host, Chris Bowman.
1: I am your other host, Benjamin R. Harrison. I forgot how to do that. <laughs> so your name? Yeah. It's been that long? Yeah, uh, yeah it has been long that long, time. I guess. <laughs> and uh we have a special guest with us on the program today. You
2: wanna to introduce yourself? I'm Adam Pranica. Adam Pranica. I know that guy. I've got uh, the uh the foam finger that says uh I'm L- number one L D A I Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah very nice.
2: Super fan, Adam <laughs> Pranica.
0: <laughs> and uh most regular guest. Most recurring guest, yeah. The yeah.
1: sashes to prove it.
2: Yeah, the regularest of guests.
0: I mean, every everyone that's be- guested on the show gets a sash, and Adam has the biggest collection.
2: Regularity is what I'm known <laughs> mostly for. You're a, you hit the
1: bathroom at the same time every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can count on it. Yeah, you set your watch by his dumps.
2: <laughs> I'm like a, a more solid old faithful. <laughs> old
1: faithfuler. You mean yeah. like? Uh, Like, more a firmer stool than old faithful has. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah, imagine if old faithful just shot solid,
2: try to imagine old faithful but thick (laughs) (laughs) tick. Uh, (laughs) well, it's been an obviously
1: been a very long time, so uh, welcome back to anybody who is hanging uh, on tuning in. Yeah. Uh, who's who's left this ghost podcast subscribed to in their podcatcher.
0: We're doing our best to in, uh, put some life into this husk.
1: Yeah. Uh it's something we've talked a lot about lately. Like what do we uh what do we see for the show mm-hmm. going forward? How can we do it where it doesn't I think people were concerned? Doesn't get that too they, hard to do?
0: I think oh there's Nick White. Nick oh. White, fresh from the pool. How's it going, Nick? The water's fine, boys. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah, well, I think people thought there was like there was a concern that there was something wrong. Like, oh, I hope everything's okay. Like, I heard that a couple of times. And it's yeah, like, well, when we left, we broke
1: this. Well, it was like, because of all the thinly veiled hate in my voice when I talked to you. Uh, I mean, throughout the run of the show. Yeah, I mean, you could hear it always. <laughs> the hatred, the deep, hidden hatred locked away. Yeah, so much hate. Yeah. Uh, no, I I think it was really a combination of your move and my move and uh they're gonna say moods our moods yeah. and um other work that became <laughs> yeah kind of uh it was, circ- it was circumstantial is what circumstantial. i the way i said it to
0: somebody it was like just it's uh it's and then of course let's i mean you, another show happened for you for you and adam yeah and things kind of Took
1: off. We started our Star Trek time. podcast. Yeah, and, uh, Greatest Generation, and it happened to uh, happened to catch a wave, caught a wave, and I used uh, to say catch a wave. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, so that You'll show, real wave. Yeah, <laughs> that show also, for some reason that I don't think either of us is fully clear on, we decided to do two a week initially. Yeah, and now that show is one a week. But when we first started it, it was two a week, and it was like, Lord, like this. Is like, between you know the job and the podcasts, like it was it was starting to be like-,
0: like and I can't believe that this show didn't inform that show Like, okay, one a week is a lot of work, yeah, and then when I heard that it was two a week, it was so gate, stupid, I've-
2: certainly, your antipathy for each other informed the feeling that Ben and I have for each other <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's in the d n a well, one thing that
1: like. I think I said explicitly when we started Greatest Gen was like, so let's drink about it is so fun, but we edit it a lot and that takes a long time. Yeah. So I want to do something that's like pretty <laughs> yeah. loose, pretty yeah. minimally edited. And what it has turned out was that we found that the show wanted a shit ton of editing. Like it was not, it was not even like a choice that we made. It was like, oh yeah, we have to put little sound clips in to like yeah. illustrate what we're talking about. And stuff. I think, and,
0: I think we thought we were pretty nifty when we would do the odd, Little drop. Mm, drop. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then like, why not just up that by if, like fifty percent?
1: What if it was a
0: fire minimal. hose of drops? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, maybe maybe something have... will catch on, and then you have to repeat mm-hmm. and, and think of new ones, and then um, oh, turn into I'm fucking if tons of merchandise. These are getting too stale,
1: and then those... <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I have a question as a as a fan, a friend, and. A and someone who who likes you guys, mm-hmm. both as in a professional context and a social context. Now that you guys have moved and have settled, what are the chances that the show can can get back on the tracks? Well, because we, I miss it and I love it. I mean, and I
0: think that's true of us also. And uh, uh, I mean, we can't go much further about mentioning lizzie yeah lizzie Bartelt back in new york
1: who has given us her her, her blessing to record this today yeah i mean episode. she had
0: like reached out to say like oh it'd be a good idea if you guys are out there together that we try and do something and of course time is like limited and like this was like a, the yeah. only window we had here and so i don't know like i think it's i mean it's like just up for debate because nothing has changed on on the the end of of uh are want to do it? It's just yeah. Um, can we? I mean, now there's like other podcasts in your lives, like that you're producing. Yeah. So that is you know time becomes, and then like like everyday life, like for myself included. Like I, you know, I've been working so much lately, and and yeah. I don't have time either. So, but the desire is there, and hopefully something can be
2: obligations, the death of fun, and it is totally a great answer. Is It's not so much fun anymore and i have too much other shit to do like that's a totally understandable position to take
0: oh but that's not i don't think if that's how it came across that's not yeah yeah, no i mean maybe maybe we needed a break when we broke from like when we did take Mm. the break because it's like the other thing ben and i've talked about is that it's an expensive venture like not only to host which ben piggybacked and still does
2: for (laughs) He's been embezzling Greatest Gen money in yeah. order to do it. Well, I think what I
1: did was I, uh, when we added Friendly Fire, I tricked our hosting company into, yeah. So we'll just be paying for Friendly Fire, Greatest Discovery, and Greatest Generation, and uh, and we'll just come up with like a monthly fee for that, and uh, and they didn't turn off what's about it as a result. <laughs> That's great. So I think. Uh, I think through the largesse of those other shows, let's drink about yeah, its I mean, feed stays alive, and it's nice
0: to know that. Like, but I was paying like forty bucks a month. Yeah, for a long and time. That, I mean, so that's like that's a monthly cost, and there is like a weekly cost with all like the alcohol, all the which also, yeah. you know, let's not make it sound like it's, it's super painful. It does hurt the wallet, but it was always it's always fun. It was always fun to do to make a new drink.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's a difference though, where like when reliably you are like, oh yeah, like every week, pretty much, I have to go spend like forty fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. To do this podcast mm-hmm. versus uh, with Greatest Gen, where it's like I just watch a TV show, <laughs> yeah. like like the the yeah. cost is very substantially different, and yeah. um, and frankly, the last couple of years for me have been kind of uh, tight mm-hmm. money wise, yeah. um, and I think the same for you, like the move sure. and um, absolutely, uh, you know my. Uh, employment situation has been like very dynamically changing and as is yours and Mm -hmm. my wife and Mm -hmm. we moved across the country so it just seemed like holy mackerel like if I I'm wondering
0: right now do we put in some uh, violins now or what's the is this the time or anyway you know it's true America We're here. Yeah. Three.
2: We're here to announce the Let's Drink About It Patreon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That really did sound like a fucking. Okay, look, if you want us back, I mean, like, we keep saying, like, (laughs) I know that we keep hearing from, like, six or seven. We recorded a
1: Patreon video. We did. At one point. We did. Like, I have an edited
2: Patreon video because we thought we were going to do that at some point. That was back when
0: I didn't have shock white hair.
2: (laughs) Is there a reason why you wouldn't pivot to Patreon? If it meant the survival, the ongoing survival of the show? I don't know. I mean, I I think. I think that the the issue was we never
1: thought that. Like, you know, if we had started that, like the tricky thing about starting something like that is that like then you're stuck with it because anything you do that that's incompatible with you like just have to say goodbye to yeah to that. And maybe that was the wrong decision, honestly. Like, I don't know. I
0: don't either. I mean, but like definitely having aspirations out the gate and thinking like, oh, maybe we can do this with this show. And, yeah. you know, and they, uh, there was a time where like we did get approached by it was Patreon that reached yeah, out to us. Like, and then like yeah. there was other potential opportunities. It's a real
1: power move when Patreon asks <laughs> you to say. Yeah, them. like, listen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it put the idea in our
0: head is the point. And then it was like there's other other things that that we were thinking that could maybe happen, and and none of them happened. Yeah, we took no risks or made no decisions. We're like, nah, you know, let's just keep paying out of our pocket. Yeah. So again, uh, give us your money.
1: Nothing, <laughs> nothing risk, nothing gained. And in yeah. this case, we kind of stopped doing the show. Yeah, but here it is. Here it is. I we're mean, back. Here, yes, we're back. We're Enough for the today. N- uh, we will not be back next week probably. But yeah, uh, we have been talking about a bunch of different things of. Different ideas of ways it could be, it could be brought back. So don't uh, don't despair just
2: yeah. yet. Just do we want to talk about life events? I think so. I would just say before you conclude that, if you love the show, if you listen to it, and if you miss it, uh, what's your email address? Like, I think I think you guys should know how people feel about.
1: Do we have one? Yeah. Oh knows? yeah, LDAI at bouncer.com. that's that's a formidable (laughs)
2: bouncer.com email account (laughs) well it's like
1: a it's like a it redirects to like one of our personal emails oh okay yeah but
0: i think like uh, yeah the the another good point to make is that we have heard from people over the last year and a half and like
1: we've heard it on social media yeah
0: you know there's a good nine of you that have been (laughs) in touch regularly uh but you know honestly it's nice to hear from people and nice to know that you're missed and we miss it too and yeah. everything's cool everything's good you yeah. know i'm just uh,
2: trying to emotionally manipulate I know, you I do, into please, making keep, the please, show again yeah keep yeah, doing that's it that's pretty clear dude <laughs> yeah, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's been a couple
1: of times where adam like we've wrapped up a recording session and adam's like so what are you and chris doing about getting the show back <laughs> together <laughs> Well, uh,
0: here it is. This is what we're doing right now. We've taken. We're all in a place at the same time, which yeah. rarely happens we're anymore. We're at Max
1: FunCon right now. Yes, we are. And uh, yeah, I haven't even thought about a life event to talk about.
0: I know. Well, but- I think we
1: we uh,
0: I don't know. We kind of discussed what we were going to talk about, and it was like, maybe just a. Like a, a general catch up, but like that's not really compelling, so we kind of just did that. <laughs> anyway. do you think
2: we could make a commitment to do a show at Max Funcon every year, like do this show at do Max... this show just yeah. skip
1: a bunch of sessions at Max Funcon and do this instead
2: it It would at least be once a year
0: well, that I mean that's yeah, we tried to do it last year, didn't work because we didn't try hard enough, but yeah, I mean, I think
2: we could uh, you know who's friends with Jesse Thorne? And I'm pointing at uh at Benjamin <laughs> R. Harrison I over see it. here.
1: Yeah. Chris used to work for Jesse Thorne.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, this,
2: why why isn't this uh why isn't this a performative thing?
1: Oh,
0: yeah, no, there's like yeah, that's that's a whole other ball of wax. Because yeah? if Chris yeah. knew
1: for like two months ahead of time that he was <laughs> gonna do that, I would show up like <laughs> Have you ever seen someone's not slept for two months? <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I know that's that's not a I don't uh, think that's a.
1: You don't think that's a thing? Well, I don't think so. I think but, it's a thing. Well, maybe. We'll I see. don't know. Maybe, maybe nobody cares. But. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, life events.
1: So here's just kind of like an omnibus life event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Adam, sorry, we only we've very limited supplies here, so we're all drinking the same thing today. <laughs> yeah. That works for me. Uh, only one life event and only one cocktail to go with it. But, uh, I'm
2: experiencing your life event Yeah,
1: and, and we recorded a few eps when you were already in Vancouver But now I'm in Los Angeles Did that's we not? That's not true No?
0: No, like the last one we did uh, was me moving and you being busy And then it just kind of... The reason, <sighs> I, the reason that's on the tip of my tongue Is because it's all i thought about for a year and a half No, I'm just kidding <laughs> uh, But no, that's, I think the last one was in Toronto I was leaving Toronto which I miss dearly Shit, dog um, Yeah Well
1: so. Well, then It's truly an update yeah. uh, You now live in Vancouver Yeah And I live in Los Angeles Yeah And uh, I think we've both uh, Had some parts about Arriving that have been great And some parts about arriving That have been really challenging Yes Agreed. Uh So the drink we're gonna pair with this <laughs> A uh, smoked juniper gin and tonic.
0: Yeah, yeah, and oddly enough, the two places we both moved to uh has a have a very terrible uh, summer fire problem. So maybe yeah. that's where the smoke is. Maybe the smoke is the link. Sure. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I like it. <laughs>
0: um yeah, so it the- always was a stretch for me. I was just kind of uh Adam, are you okay? How you doing,
2: buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a break in your fucking dialogue. <laughs> I thought Adam was like tearing up over there. Um, just a just snot enough just, how about you guys, you guys just have... a string of I don't even know what that was <laughs> do you guys
1: have uh, summer fires in
2: uh, the uh, we have over the years yeah yeah uh, last year was one of the worst yeah. we we began our summer season with uh, with beautiful weather and then wildfire season started mm-hmm. yeah and it cast a haze yeah. over the entire Puget Sound region for like six weeks yeah same the the summer days that used to be sky blue Were just like orange hazy
0: And it, it doesn't When you look up It actually kind of looks like The uh, artist's rendering Of what it might be to live on Mars
2: Yeah You know It <laughs> felt Because uh, Seattle summer is such a valuable thing mm-hmm. And there's so it's little limited, of it yeah. It's such a limited commodity That it was really awful To lose that much summer Into yeah. the haze of it. it It felt like not getting one
1: Damn. Well, uh, in celebration of that wonderful and momentous
2: event, <laughs> uh,
1: so this is a drink that um, I'm very proud of. This because I consider it to be kind of a creation of mine. Not like a hundred thousand percent my own original idea, but uh, when I went to Spain with my wife several years ago, we uh, we had gin and tonics that had juniper berries in as a garnish Mm -hmm. and we loved them and loved you know like they don't they don't really add much flavor they're just there for a show Mm -hmm. but it looks like delightful Mm -hmm. in the glass and we were delighted by it and uh so uh i've been making them like that since we got back from there years ago and then i uh came up with this idea of if you smoke the juniper berries you set them on fire and then smoke the glass that the uh that the that the uh, cocktail is going in uh you get a lot more of that juniper flavor in -hmm. the drink so it's two ounces of gin quarter ounce of lemon juice uh dry juniper berries which you can get in like the spice aisle of your grocery store and uh we did a lemon twist as a garnish. And obviously tonic water. So it's uh, so you set the juniper berries on fire, and we use like a culinary torch to do that. And then you set like a chilled glass over top so that the fire goes out and the smoke fills the volume of the glass. Then meanwhile, you measure out your gin and your lemon juice, and you flip the glass over with like a plate under it so that the juniper berries fall in.
0: So you're basically burning them on a plate. Right. With a, Yeah. And then it yeah. Over top.
1: yeah. So you... And when you flip it over, like the smoke, like will stay in the glass to a certain extent. You pour in your gin and lemon juice, and then you add ice, and then you just top it with tonic water, and uh, express express the oils of a lemon peel, and uh, drop it in. And uh, it's one of my favorite drinks in the whole wide world.
0: It's, a, it's a, I just had the f- my first, second, and third one ever. <laughs> uh, we just finished our class at Max Fun, our, our home bartending class, and. Uh,
1: I think it was a hit. I think
2: yeah, if was... you don't think you can make this, an entire class just did. Yeah, like <laughs> this is not time... outside your ability. Yeah. And I'm not. I, and, and, like, Culinary
1: I'd... torch, I think, seems like a bit of a crazy thing if you yeah. don't like already have one. But they're like, but I, could they're... you
2: do it with a flicker stick or something? Like
1: you I... couldn't really. I think no? you got to have. It's like you need that like directional flame. Yeah. But you can get those for fifteen bucks on Amazon,
2: and uh, it's it's attainable. It's attainable, and you can also.
1: I wonder would a butane lighter
0: work? Because they're small. Yeah, I think so. Like a a little butane lighter. You you might like burn your fingers though. I mean, you might, but it's worth it. Yeah, Um, they're just be careful.
1: Yeah, like I think it's good. Like a a a lighter like that is a multitasker in the kitchen. Like there are a lot Mm -hmm. of things you can do with it. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's not going to just be. Throwing $16 at something you're going to do one time. You can
2: brown your merengue.
0: Yeah, merengue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, Adam is actually pronounced meringue. meringue. Oh, is it? <laughs> Let me try. Meringue. <laughs> Make those drinks. We're back with, uh, with a drink we're going to call Ben's Singed Balls. <laughs> <laughs> For obvious
0: reasons. Uh, ben singed his nut hair and dipped it in their own drink. It's oh God. perfect.
1: <laughs>
2: well, whatever. It's uh, the truth. I speak the truth. I recommend you drink it with a straw. <laughs> a, a Bubba tea straw? <laughs> I just yeah. laughed
0: through my nose into my drink and hosed myself down <laughs>
2: with most of it. Uh fun. Mm-hmm. Do you ever uh, do you ever get one of the juniper berries in your mouth and should you eat it if you did? I did Is in that front bad? of a class full of
0: people. I got like maybe 3. Yeah. I got 3 juniper balls in my mouth. Ooh. And uh, was like, I don't know if I should just chew these and deal with them or I chose to chew them a little bit, then go to take a sip of my drink and spit them back in. Oh. And then filter them through my teeth. That's Ooh. sneaky.
1: <laughs> they uh they're not like a, a food yummy. And I do normally like when I make these, give them with a straw. And I know that that's politically incorrect now. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe a metal straw. Hashtag if you will. not all straws. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, not I all straws. That's true. I get the sense this is this would be like eating a clove from a from an Easter ham. Like it's just a very powerful. Yeah, it
1: might. It might. I don't know. I, maybe I'll try one. Um... The grocery store near my house. Let's is, try one. Is, uh, is selling glass straws. Yeah. Which oh, is like wow. the only thing I've ever seen that's scarier to me than a metal straw. Like,
2: hey, freebasers. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> like the only thing like I can think about when I have wow. a metal straw is this is gonna go through my. Soft- I, I
2: do not like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but he took it, out of it so much that he took it right
0: out of his mouth. Yeah. Fair warning.
1: Wow. I. Um, yeah. That is.
2: I, mean, I both like didn't pine like tree. it, and I was looking at Chris's face during. <laughs>
0: didn't like my face either.
1: Yeah, no, that's yeah, I was not very good. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, they're just there for the smoky flavor, and and the that aesthetic. smoky flavor is there. Yeah, uh, but
2: not too pronounced. Not like uh, yeah, like, I think I would say like if you don't like scotch because it's smoky, this isn't not a, that kind of. It's not that kind no. of smoke. It's not like peaty smoke.
1: No, it's it's uh it's subtle.
0: But It's it's subtle But it, it's I found Because during that class You said You know Five to eight juniper berries So I did the Minimum minimum requirement of five Yeah And I found that it wasn't enough hmm. And then I don't know what
1: you did now Yeah I mean I I really went Ape went on the wine I'm <laughs> drinking I don't yeah. know why I did that But um, I'm looking at about Sixty juniper berries In my class right now <laughs> <laughs> I I, I I went to the store and I said I need some juniper berries, I don't know, a quarter pound and <laughs> wow. I didn't really like I know they're, they're like light, they're very, they're very small, light, light, so I got like a fairly <laughs> sizable bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh if we get if we get pulled over and the car gets tossed on the way down the hill from this <laughs> event, I feel like they're gonna be like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, is this Juniper
0: berry the new drug of choice? Generic
1: or? plastic bag full of nondescript <laughs> spheres. <laughs> I did it again. I just soaked myself. in
0: my <laughs> Nose exhaust.
2: Well, you know what they say: fool me once. What if? How's sh- that going? Uh, You can't get fooled again. Okay. It is totally a unique beverage from the gin and tonic. I would say it mm-hmm. is. Uh, it stands separate from that. That's uh, that's interesting to hear
1: because I I've never given this to somebody who's a stated gin and tonic lover
2: and not gotten a very positive reaction. Mm-hmm. I meant what I said as a positive one, though. I mean, I. I think they are uh, their siblings but yeah. I think this is uh, to me this doesn't feel like a variation this feels like it could be its own thing. Mm-hmm.
1: I so like when I went to Spain with Rachel and I read that like the gin and tonic is like one of the most popular drinks in Spain. Yeah. I my reaction was kind of shock cuz I think the tonic water that we get like the average tonic water that is available in every gas station in the US is Pretty bad compared to what they get over there. And so it always seemed to be like a sort of one-note, uninteresting beverage. You take something as complex and rich as gin, and you combine it with this other thing, and it somehow flattens out into a paper-thin flavor profile. Not to use the term flavor profile. (laughs) but
2: uh, How how toothsome is that profile? But this is like a (laughs) a
1: fancier tonic and... Also, like, a slightly fancier preparation. And, you know, you can't make this all the time.
2: When you go to Spain, uh, the menu is a bunch of gins and a bunch of different tonics. Mm. Like, the gin and tonic culture there is so developed. Yeah, There are special glasses for it. Right. When my wife and I uh, went to Spain, like, we were so... Wait a second. You've been to Spain? Yeah. Oh. When we were... I mean, we were so affected by it that we went and, like, got the glasses. We were like, we should do this at home. This is fun. So you have them at home? Yeah. Uh, they are they're just they look like big globular wine glasses they're like big thick glass yeah stemware well i
0: you know you talk about like generic either generic brand or like uh gas station brand uh tonic like i'm i prefer gin and soda hands down really yeah gin and soda with lime and bitters
2: i don't think i've ever had that what whatever that is Gin Gin and soda, soda. yeah. Yeah. Gin and club soda. Wow. Yeah. So because I think I've had plenty of rum and soda on Alaska (laughs) Airlines flights. What? (laughs) Because (laughs) when you ask for a tequila soda on an Alaska Airlines flight, they give you a bottle of rum. What? It's it's happened to me. It's happened to me three times in a row. Are you serious? Yeah. I I, I heard about the first. You pronounce
0: rum tequila.
2: No.
1: (laughs) 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 It's so weird. Wow, is it? Do you think the little miniature
2: bottles look exactly the same, or something? It must to them. But that is the first time I just accepted it. I didn't even check the bottle, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm having a rum and soda."
1: Yeah, it wasn't great. Did you? (laughs) I mean, it was fine. And have you sent
2: it back since then? But uh, yeah, the second time, uh, the the. The did, you steward.
1: Hit, did you hit the attendant call button?
2: <laughs> yeah, the flight attendant handed me a rum bottle, and I was like, "This is rum. Uh, could I please have a tequila soda?" And he's like, "Oh, oh, that's weird." <laughs> and then the third time it happened in exactly the same way. Like, oh, I just, oh, weird. I thought this was tequila. maybe it's like
1: altitude sickness. They have. I, I'm I such know. a doormat. I probably would have taken it all three times and just been like, "This is what I'm drinking." I would have kept
0: the. I would have kept the rum. And I would have said, This is not uh, tequila. Please, please may I have a tequila? Yeah. And then had both.
2: It's an it's an ongoing experiment, is wow. what I'll tell that's you. A, that <laughs> is like I'm gonna continue one. ordering it and so far it's three for three on wrong orders. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's nuts. But well, I just I, I, think I you I, might
2: need to switch airlines, dude. <laughs> <too>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've been trying to make me into a Deltaman. For Beltanian. a while, I think our lives, our both
1: of our lives, would be better if we could agree on an airline. <laughs> That's, fair. We, That's fair. We now have a lifestyle
2: where we travel
1: together a lot.
2: <laughs> That's fair, and uh, and <coughs> on Delta, I imagine they know the difference between. It never happened one
1: single time. Huh. Uh, one time on uh, Delta flight between New York and L.A., I was like, "This is like fairly early in my." in my affinity with that brand of airplane. So I hadn't achieved all of the fancy status that I now have, but I, so I was like pretty far toward the back of the plane and I asked for just a club soda when the drink cart came by and they're like, sorry, we're out. Like this New York to LA trip, we just go through it like crazy. And I was, yeah. And it's, it's something that I've like been very conscious of, like, especially in the like, Ascendancy of LaCroix culture Oh yeah Yeah. Which has seemed to take Like the whole nation Uh, LaCroix boys Yeah Huge But like when I So like in 2014 When I was going out to Seattle and Tacoma a lot For my documentary I remember I was like Where the fuck do you get Seltzer out here And it was not available In like normal grocery stores You'd go in and they'd be like No sorry We don't really carry anything like that And that is not the case now
2: No it's it's in the zeitgeist. Yeah,
1: but I think like like I think we are at the end of an era where like people in New York drank sel- all of the seltzer in the country. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: I think my takeaway from this little segment here is that I need to try rum and soda. And you, need to try <laughs> you don't really to, need to try that. No, I don't. But Adam has to have gin and soda. Gin, soda, lime, bitters if you like bitters. I, I wish
1: I wish we hadn't just killed that bottle of gin because I would have uh, insisted that we take it. There's probably some more gin around, right? <laughs> probably not. I think we only got. I have we plenty get of rum? gin Maybe.
2: and soda at home. I will try it uh, on the next occasion I can. Yeah,
1: I am bummed that we went through all that gin because usually with our a nice gin. What here's kind of a little. Here's Yeah, a little tell in,
2: me about this gin because I had never heard of it neither. before. Me neither. I didn't either. Oh man,
1: Martin Miller's gin Martin is Miller's my gin. favorite gin. Uh, It is a dry London style. So it is, uh, it's just, to me, it's like the most elegant, it's like the, it's kind of like what I always hope gin will taste like when I try a new type of gin.
0: It's so good that I don't like it and I've had five glasses of it. (laughs) That's how good it is. You don't is. like Martin Millers, or you no, just I don't, don't like just gin in general. No, I'm kidding. I love gin, and this is a great one. I'm just uh, being an idiot. Yeah,
1: it's almost a shame to make a gin and tonic with Millers. Like it's, it's a great like martini martini, Gin. Yeah. Mm.
2: Um. I it, had. Do you do you only find it in a premium liquor store? Because I have to admit, I have never seen it. But I've never been looking for it either. It's not.
1: It's not like a fancy.
2: Am I an, am I an idiot for just grabbing Sapphire every time or Tanqueray? 10? Like, I, well, I like 10 a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I like Tanqueray. I don't love Sapphire. I do like the regular Bombay gin. Yeah. Um.
0: Do, do you have a... I mean, I think you guys have a lot more variety. Well, I'm going on... I haven't bought alcohol in a while. Like, I, by the bottle because I just haven't... I don't stock it at home, right. really, you know? But, you know, in Ontario, it's a well, uh, well-tread uh, uh, um, path, like, you know, that it's just you're limited to yeah, what you they, can get
1: the LCBO but has here this I mean, or this yeah yeah
0: and, and here in the U.S. you you know depends obviously because there's independent stores and they choose what they want to carry yeah but like Adam where you shop do you have tons of variety or like what is it that, yeah uh, okay.
2: uh, I would say a great amount of variety uh, tell me about the price point of this though I think a lot of people I think like, a Miller's gym the way like, that I have with Bombay like I know like I'm if I'm gonna buy some gin, I'm okay spending between thirty and forty dollars on a bottle. for I don't something think Miller's good. is that high. I think really, it, it's like twenty-five or thirty.
0: Wow! That, and it's like I, I mean, because when that may
2: be the most surprising thing. Yeah, I
0: mean, Eric said, "I got you that good gin," and I said, "Man, yeah. thanks.
2: I don't know what this is." <laughs>
0: and Ben was like, "This is my favorite." So, and then I think a few people yeah. around recognized. Well, it came in like a very
1: fancy a box. box. So, this, yeah. like I, I haven't bought a bottle of it in... A year or two so maybe they've like changed their their like price point and market strategy or something but, but even
0: if it's 40 dollars, the same as what you spend on a bottle
1: yeah wow uh cool good find it's very good mm-hmm. recommend do recommend a miller's gin um and so today's it's slight- let's drink
2: about it it's brought to you by miller's gin miller's gin Miller's, Drink who has Miller's not gin. asked or <laughs> or granted permission, the uh,
0: famous buzz marketing, the that uh, people champagne love so
1: much. of gin, if you will, <laughs> not associated with the uh, Miller <laughs> Brewing Company or champagne, yeah, or yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's one of those ones where I'm like, I maybe it's really small and like I. Like I I requested it by name when they said what do you want us to order? Uh and I've seen it on shelves in New York, but some do of those are bars
2: tend to have it? Cocktail no, bars? I
1: have not seen it in a lot of bars. I've seen it in a couple of bars, but hmm. um uh my friend uh my You fr- don't have friends. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh my friend Peter Jordan uh put me onto it and he's like a he's like a martini guy mm-hmm. and um uh, he has like a very specific martini practice that he engages in like every day when he gets home from work mm-hmm. and he makes himself a martini and uh it's miller's gin or nothing for him and wow. uh, it's like a, a pretty it's a specific like, practice it's a game i really respect like you, you want you guys want to hear about peter jordan's martini yeah all right this is a bonus segment so uh um, can we get music for this <laughs> it's uh like, he he uses very little vermouth, like, probably, like, less than an eight, like, a dash of vermouth. And then, like, two and a half or three ounces or whatever of Miller's gin and a little, like, teeny tiny squeeze of lemon juice and stirs that. And then he preps the glass by cutting a lemon where, like, you know, you, like, try to, like, cut the peel and, like, keep the white off of the peel so he does like kind of the opposite where he cuts it so thick that he gets into the fruit a little bit and he rubs that like exposed bit of fruit around the edge so it's it's tart on the edge and like it's not the rubbing the lemon oil around the edge of the glass it's rubbing lemon juice on the edge of the glass mm-hmm. and then he uses that piece of skin as the garnish and like strains what he's stirred up and it's a fucking great martini. I mean, it
0: only takes like forty-five minutes.
1: <laughs> no, it's like a no. I'm just it's, kidding. It's quicker than any of the drinks we've made today. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's much quicker than this fucking gin and tonic, <laughs> which is supposed to be like the drink of an easy drinker. I have I have su- successfully added a solid ninety seconds of prep time to the gin and tonic. Yeah, with this drink.
0: Not uh, not for nothing though.
1: Um. I,
0: I I will say this, I don't know, I had a couple of these at the class. I had a beer, I had another one of these, yeah, and it is uh, a a pleasant glow I think that's happening right now, and I just have to be very careful guys because I'm yeah. not on the clock per se. I'm kind of taking a break, right, but I have to be back on the clock, yeah in some time, sure, and I have to perform
1: uh-huh what are you, are you- you gotta. You mean you need to? You said it, not be too able long ago to an how, an how
2: little interest you had in performing at <laughs> this what? thing. How what? You said a little while ago how little interest you had in performing at Max von Con. No, but, uh, here but you Chris are. But us is tending
1: bar at Max von I know. So well, that's a performance all its own. All oh, time. Uh, but I didn't
0: mention that I'm doing a little song and dance up on the bar before <laughs> <Yeah>. the party.
2: <laughs> a little soft shoe on yeah, the bar. <laughs> yeah. Hey and I Chris, to get... are you empowered to cut people off at Max von Con? Yes. Have you ever? Uh,
0: I, I think uh, in the spirit of uh, not wanting to be because well I yeah ha- like
2: you don't have to be specific but has it happened? No. Uh,
0: I, well, I was going to say in the spirit of like not wanting to be so harsh because everybody here is you know there's a lot of excitement, adrenaline, and you know, and you don't want to like uh, be a I mean, a bartender. I'm a bartender. I'm I responsible. I just don't want to be a buzzkill to somebody that's come here to have a good time. So maybe you know you kind of like just reduce dramatically i mean real oh, dramatically oh yeah you're in you're in control yeah like of the
2: of the dosage yeah That's and 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 to be
0: fair like if anybody takes offense to that like they you know
1: they it's never like the know the omakase bartender kind of thing like i know right. that you need a little bit less
2: wasabi in in this sushi
0: I don't know. I've never heard that term. I don't know what that is.
2: It's interesting that like Chris is the most notable injury at MaxFunCon like over the last five years. Like <laughs> no, that's
0: not true, but it's up there. <laughs> it's up. It's on the board. Yeah. It's yeah. On, yeah. Oh, have I sustained? Uh, it's on the big board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think I have personally actually said
1: you're done. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I mean, I don't remember? I think that this is a community. In an environment where like in a bar, like the person across from you that is housed, yeah could be anybody, but here it's like like we have everybody here here
2: can, at max phonecon, it's nobody, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but like we have like a kind of like there's a a sort of implied trust level that we all have with each other, mm-hmm. and I bet you could like talk somebody into having a buffer water here way easier than you could work yeah, in I, don't, I a don't real think, bar.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel... Because uh, uh, there is no memory of actually cutting somebody off and until yesterday <laughs> when I didn't actually do... And I didn't cut anybody off yesterday. I'm just saying, like, what I just described to you, like, where you, like, reduce... Yeah. I don't think I've ever had to do that. Like, yesterday we did. Wow. And... and um.
2: Uh, How do you know, like... Well, as usually, as as a civilian, yeah. like what are you looking for? are you looking for anyone anything uh, that would indicate that or well, is it so apparent that Yeah,
0: I think something well, you know,
2: it, that it makes the case for itself, I mean.
0: Yeah, something something you know catches your eye whether they're right in front of you or you see them yeah. in front of the bar. Generally it's volume. Yeah. Or like uh, because
2: you they're memorable. Like this person keeps coming back. <laughs> you again? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely
0: frequency is a thing. Yeah. That's obvious. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it is. It's like there's a couple of different cues, and and you know, there's frequency, volume, um, uh, delivery, you know, of request. You're right. You know, uh, uh, where the conversation can go. Like the you know? like.
1: Hey, hey, buddy! Yeah. Hey, Can you, well, go- you know, hey. it was
0: just last night. I remember uh, there was a couple of assholes flashing cash and rattling their glass.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it was you two. That's a terrible
0: F-
1: fucking
2: clown. That's a legendarily bad move at any bar. <laughs>
1: yeah, the the holding up a hundred dollar bill to get the bartender but, to come yeah, over. To yeah, yeah, and the
0: thing is, flashing cash and then just putting it right back in your yeah. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> That's a power
1: move
2: right yeah. there.
0: It's like, oh yes, sir, like like a fucking attack dog. Yeah. but yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's not fun to do. Cutting people off sucks. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're being, you know, difficult.
1: I, I uh, have a, a dear friend who used to attend a bar near my place in Brooklyn. And I, w- I would go in there and, like, you know, put three Miller High Lifes away and then go home yeah. <laughs> a, a lot. And uh, I sat there one night where when he was cutting somebody off that was sitting, like, right next to me. It was like... It was the kind of place that would just like fill up nicely and not overfill. Yeah. Because it wasn't, there was nothing special about it. It just like was pretty good. And I mean,
0: you look down, you're staring at the bottom of your glass for four hours, you look up and the place is filled up around you, that kind of place. Like, just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to stop saying just kidding. God damn it. It's a terrible <laughs> habit.
1: Yeah. Get out of the habit. Fuck. Get in the Edit habit out. of making Let's Drink about it out of the habit of <laughs> that uh, uh, but yeah like this guy like like was getting cut off and doing the classic drunk guy thing of like hey man you don't fucking know who you're saying that to I am so you you don't know what bands I've toured with man oh, like and, like starts digging in his backpack for all his roadie like backstage badges which oh, he was no. carrying with him for some reason <laughs> And it's like, look, Meta- Met- Metallica w- wouldn't... Man, like, you gotta... <laughs> and a lot of
0: stopping and starting?
1: Just uh, didn't have any, like, cogent yeah. ideas to string together, right. but
2: was convinced that... Or good so bands bad. to offer up as <laughs> evidence. <laughs>
0: oh, man, you're messing with Metallica fans. Now, you know how many Metallica fans listen to this show?
1: It's a huge...
0: Like, ben- dude, like, it's, it's like, like Diag- This it's- is also a Metallica podcast. You forget.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. It, it's It's... The original title for the podcast was Nothing Else Matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you remember the last time we waterfalled cocktails together? <laughs> we ended up riding a tandem bicycle through suburban Milwaukee. Yeah, we both had top hats on. <laughs> we, we had
0: top knots on? Top hats. I know, I heard that. I just... Yeah. I loved it. I love the image you guys with top knots.
1: Uh, was it John Roderick that said too many top knots, not enough samurai? That's a good one. It's a hell of a phrase <laughs> to, to have coined. Yeah. I think he said that at some point. I might have I might be mis- mistaking I, him for somebody else, but I mean, I think
0: maybe we talked about the uh life event for about minute and a half.
1: Yeah. But well, we should talk about it. I don't know. We're, yeah.
0: I mean, what, where, where, where are we approaching juice. now? What time is it? What we? Have we been going? Don't
2: for, look at the time. time. <sighs> Get it out. Get it out know, of man. your system. Who knows okay. when the next one's going to be? Yeah,
1: this should be an ergo be, one. Yeah, maybe we should just do.
2: Uh, it's
1: been tough, man. Uh, moving across the country was expensive, yeah. as I'm sure you can relate to. Yeah, and um, I had a little bit of reliable income. Yeah, but not like a full time wage arranged mm-hmm. and i'm a freelancer man like i moved across the country and i had no clients i had yeah. like one little production company that i made a a re- relationship with and they ha- fortunately hired me for a couple of jobs that were well compensated but not i wasn't stacking up that cash you know <laughs> yeah and uh wifey had to study for a whole new bar and so she was like when she was working was working for her mom for very like menial wages and uh and mostly wasn't working because it's a full-time job to study for the bar and it sucks man like i feel like we've moved to this whole new city and this whole new state and i like don't know my way around i don't I have not tried most of the restaurants and mm-hmm. things to do but, in my neighborhood but so but that that also takes time too, you know it does, other, but it also takes money, money and we have yeah, no money It takes money, so are you going through something similar yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, I mean, like I don't get to i mean it happened when I moved to London like you can't like going out for a pint is like you have to think about how much you're spending, yeah every time you go out, uh which sucks, but you can't i mean if you as long as you can eat. I don't think you should stop yourself from doing those things for yourself, you know. And and like I was gonna say to you, like you know, it it's definitely hard to move. Yeah. But you know what what is the thing? Like, what have you liked about moving? Because I know you don't like Los Angeles per se versus New York. I know that. Yeah. Because New York is a better city. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's a walkable city. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's everything is like in your neighborhood if you need it.
1: Well, so we're so fortunate because we did find an apartment in a neighborhood where i can like walk to our grocery store and our drug store Mm -hmm. and there's three or four great coffee shops that i can walk to like as close to a brooklyn type lifestyle as i can Mm -hmm. i can really have in la um but i think those
0: neighborhoods exist in this in los angeles
1: i know that they do yeah but the threshold for being just outside of where it's convenient enough is so low in Los Angeles. Like we looked at a house, like, you know, the other thing is like, we know that this is going to be where we live for a long time. So at some point we're going to be making a living and we're going to want to look at buying a house to live in. Mm -hmm. And like most of the ones we've looked at are like way over what we can afford, Mm -hmm. but we're also noticing that they're all like, well, like, Oh, this is a great house, beautiful garden, Everything we would want in a house, but it's a like $250,000 more than we could like ever even max out at, and mm. B is like a 38 minute walk from the right. closest thing of any kind that we would ever want to go to around. Here. Uh, but
0: that's like you, you, even if you find it in New York in a neighborhood that you love, you still ne- can't necessarily, like, not you, but. We as people looking for places to live, it's yeah. it's getting that point to that point because Vancouver's the same, yeah. And everybody that has like lived in Vancouver or been you know grown up in Vancouver, you find that all these towns on the outskirts and and beyond, yeah. are getting filled up by people who can't afford to live in the city, yeah. You know so. I don't know. I, I don't know how you make it work, but you seem to at least for the short term, you
1: For the short term, that yeah. part is great. Yeah. Totally great. And the dog loves it. I mean, it's good. But yeah. it's uh it's an adjustment and it's a longer adjustment than I would have ever expected because yeah. of just not you know, if we if we were both just earning a good a decent living like we would have been able to like try a bunch of shit out and say like Oh, like this will be our neighborhood. You know, like this is where we go for a dinner. Yeah, most of the most of the time, or whatever. Yeah, like a regular spot, and we don't have that yet. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, like wherever I go, it's defined by the people I meet. Yeah. Right? So I know that's
1: another thing <laughs> is like the the like difficulty of forming bonds with people that are introduced by like temporary economic constraints. Mm -hmm. And like, like I realize like we are so fucking privileged like Mm -hmm. to be able to move to the neighborhood we moved to Mm -hmm. and live in it the way we are living in it. Mm -hmm. Like with only one of us earning an income, like Mm -hmm. we're, it's, it's very like, we're very, 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 very lucky. But you know, you, like we've, basically not made new friends since we've gotten there yeah. and it's hard to do that you know yeah
0: and that's hard too being freelance like i mean seattle how long have you been in seattle adam
2: you- i mean there's a, there are a number of ways i can answer that question okay i mean i've lived in seattle for most of my life okay all right but it's never been either as a renter or as a homeowner like it always feels like the limit of what you can afford, right? And it's been that way for a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, so as a city, you know, and the people within it—is Seattle a friendly place, or is it like? Is, can no. you? No,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I asked the question because I have no clue. I don't know. No, it's really not. And and like, I I can appreciate and empathize with how Ben feels about L.A. Mm-hmm. I am one of the rare people that I know that love LA and one of the reasons was uh was I came I love that Ben is on the west coast because Mm -hmm. it means uh that we can travel between Seattle and LA very easily Mm -hmm. like we're proximate to each other in a way that's that works professionally but Mm -hmm. also like as friends it's nice Mm -hmm. uh we went out for errands one day in LA and like Ben's like I gotta hop in this grocery store hold my dog for me And I'm like out curbing his dog for 15 minutes. And some random dude just walks up and chats me up about Darwin. Yeah. And we talk totally pleasantly for those entire 15 minutes. But I've got to tell you, like the Seattle in me was like, what is this guy's problem? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he doing this? Like I had to, it was almost physical. Like I had to unclench my fist and like, and like release into the idea that sometimes people just want to talk to you about your dog. Yeah. yeah. And in Seattle, that would never happen ever. Really? Yeah. It is like, you're, you're just passing as ships. Like, well, yeah, like you get the cool dog thing every once in a while, but, but no one stops to talk to a stranger there. Vancouver
1: I... must have an interesting combination of those two things. Cause it is like, it is like a cold, rainy place, but it's also like a, like an entertainment capital in the in a similar way to Los Angeles, like
0: I mean, yeah, like in a, I, I imagine a much smaller way, obviously, but like, but tons of TV is shot yeah, there. So yeah, that's true. Tons celebrities of celebrities and, but you know, I I mean, um, I asked somebody who was born and raised in Vancouver, and I can't remember if I've said this. Well, I guess we haven't recorded, so I haven't. But I've definitely mentioned this before to friends about like asking someone who was born and raised in Vancouver you know, what's your opinion of the people of Vancouver? Are they friendly? And and the response was they're polite, not friendly. And I think Yeah, there is is, a difference. Yeah. And so, you know, I, you know, have lived on Vancouver Island for the last five months because of the work I'm doing. And I'm in a small community, thirty-six thousand people. I'll go for a run through like I'll go on like a a trail run and there's people walking, (laughs) like hiking and running or whatever or if you walk along the seawall or and every single person you walk past. Hello. 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 Like every person. And that is
2: totally alien to me.
0: So <laughs> I grew up in a suburb and as a kid that's how people acted. Yeah. You know, you had adults, you had, you know, like you you know or even as like a teen like people you got recognized just as another person on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know if that was true of everybody that grew up in suburbs, I don't know. I mean I imagine so, you know, that small town feeling. But it was such a shock or just such, like I obviously recognized it happening. I'm like, oh, man, I really like that. And I also have that side of me that sometimes I don't want to be. But just I think because it was so novel, I'm like, I'm going to soak this up. I'm going to soak this up. And I don't know. Vancouver is the same as your experience, Adam, and yours, Ben, in, in Los Angeles. Like, I you know, Toronto might be oh, maybe a tiny bit friendlier,
1: but a lot of people just stare at their shoes, <laughs> you know, or
0: like yeah
1: well the very limited time i've been able to spend in both cities i've really enjoyed them yeah but i don't yeah like i don't i guess i haven't spent long enough in either one to know even what the stereotypes about them are but i've i have
0: I just yeah i remember that the the old coors light ad that was caused a huge stir in toronto that it was a billboard ad in vancouver and i'm i know i've said this on this show before but it, the billboard said, colder than the people of Toronto. Jeez. And, and and so I think everybody in Toronto took that to mean socially. Yeah. And I think Toronto is just, uh, a weather-wise, thing. a colder yeah. place. Thermally. Right? right. And so <laughs> thermally. Yeah, I couldn't figure out. What, yeah, thermally is it. And so, you know, and I remember that. I'm like, I saw it and I was like, oh, like a guffaw. You know, yeah. like, and, uh, and it became like this thing. And, and it's always like this rivalry and wow yeah but anyway i, I th- i've met so many nice people in vancouver and, and i uh you know i guess that's the the, the thing i want to ask is like is it too soon to tell like you know not wanting to make the move in the first place like whereas i was like looking for a change and wanted to go yeah um you know is it too soon to tell like do you do you regret the move or is that fair i don't or regret it.
1: I think it's i think it's healthy to shake it up yeah i think so too. and you know, if I'm honest, like, I would have just probably, you know, like, I don't, I think that it's good to confound your expectations in the way that I'm, like, a cross country move can yeah. sometimes, where you said you really have to question all your assumptions. And uh, I was talking to a friend of the show and past guest, Dan Kennedy, about it. And he said, like, you know, like, you find out a lot about who you are when you move to a, a new place. Like there are a lot of things that you do in a city to erect like a, a reality for yourself mm-hmm. that won't stand when you move away from that yeah. place. And you can really learn a lot about like what is really true for you mm-hmm. in doing it. And Uh, you know, I don't think I've been, I might have to be there as long as I was in New York to really know if that's true or not. But like Mm -hmm. the, the fact that it is a challenge, I think is a good thing. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, we got a call. (laughs) What? Yeah. Do you want to listen to this call from listener? I, I would love to hear a listener's call. We may or may not have arranged this beforehand.
3: (laughs) Hey, fellas, it's Lizzie calling in from the East Coast. I miss you both so much. Wow, a lot has happened in this last year since we last recorded, maybe a little longer than a year. I would say who's counting, but I think a few are counting. Um, My biggest life event of this past year is that I'm finally leaving my job uh, my 11th anniversary is coming up soon, and it will be my last day. So um, if those who will remember my first life event with Let's Drink About It was I was debating whether or not to leave my job around my seven-year anniversary. And it took me a few years to figure it out, but I'm excited that I did. So um, I... Read some booze news recently that I was excited to share with you, too. Um, There was a study done, and it sounds like millennials are drinking more at home because they find going out to be kind of a waste of their time and money, which, um, you know, you can kind of tell by the way that the article was written that perhaps someone is a little disappointed with millennials. But um, (laughs) we, of course, aren't because we love hearing that people are making cocktails at home. So if you are someone who is doing that, um, I really want to get more – pictures on the instagram so tag us in your photos yeah. and um we will put some up on the instagram um now that i have a little bit more time i'm gonna be able to devote more time to that so hope you're having fun in los angeles this week and happy
1: days
0: <laughs> lizzie good good old, old lizzie.
1: lizzie bartelt
0: well i mean that's a huge that's scary quitting even uh, quitting your job and staying put and not having you know, knowing you just want change yeah, is like, you know, because, you know, moving and whatever, you, you know, you kind of you have that you know that it's coming. You have the time and maybe you can do that when you're you're staying in a city. But like just change, and obviously, a job is a big deal. Like Lizzie said, it took two years. Yeah. You know,
2: few people choose to be the new kid in school. But like yeah. the, as an adult, that's one of the ways that you make that happen. Yeah. And it's absolutely. scary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's. You don't have to leave your yeah. You don't have to move across the country. You don't have, <laughs> you, it, 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 like that, that can happen every single day. Like any decision yeah. you make, but like that is so. F- you know, congrats, Lizzie, on making that yeah, decision. Yeah, congratulations, That's Lizzie. It's a big deal.
2: Great I to hear from Lizzie. Yeah. yeah, she's one of the best. She's well,
1: uh, she's a, a shining star, and uh, that company is going to be less without her. Oh yeah. That's and clear. uh she's gonna take a lot of awesome to whatever the next thing is. So, well I'm gonna I'm gonna th- um just put us all on the spot here.
0: Because <laughs> we haven't what we haven't done is talk about a drink that we could give to Lizzie.
1: Right. Well, so we only have one recipe available to us, and oh, it yeah. is the smoked gin and tonic, aka yeah. <laughs> Ben's
2: singed balls. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, that was easy. Yeah. So uh, it's just uh, two ounces of gin, quarter ounce of lemon juice, and uh, topped with tonic water. After you smoke those juniper berries.
0: Now, if it hasn't been clear that we just wanted to, sit, like, we just wanted a reason to sit down and talk and do this again, then it's clear now that we didn't do much <laughs> to do that other than plug things in and sit down. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, We we already had all the crap up here with us. It seemed seemed affordable. Yeah. Well, with that, we'll be back at you next time with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Later, potato. Don't choke on your own coke.
3: Happy days.
2: Don't quit this show.
1: (laughs) Well, gentlemen, uh, it's been really fun to get back in the let's drink about it saddle. Oh, man. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm I can't remember what I say at the end of the show.
0: Uh, I when Lizzie said happy days, I remember mine.
1: Y- yeah, uh, yours is uh... save it.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> but what was mine? To the drinker, go the singed junior prepares. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh my god. What is my thing?
1: I'm totally blanking on it. Do I have to like download an old episode <laughs> and find out?